And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, he scores! Martina Kucherov wins it in overtime! Saved by Vasilevsky, and he keeps it out of the net. Reaching behind him, he had it in his glove. Now for a feed in front of Kelly, he scores! And has won it in overtime! Steven Stamkos has reached 60 goals! Welcome to another episode of Lock on Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? Happy May 4th to all you Star Wars fans out there. On today's show of Locked On Lightning, we'll be talking about the unfortunate incident. I know a little bit of not non-lightning news on this one, uh, but this is NHL news nonetheless. We'll be talking about the unfortunate incident that occurred in last night's game. Uh, between the Rangers and the Capitals with Tom Wilson, how that affects the NHL as a whole, as well as possibly the Lightning uh, in the future. And then we'll discuss the Lightning's chances of possibly finishing the season in first place. How realistic is that? But first, let's talk about one of today's sponsors, today's presenting sponsor, and that is... Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar in the world. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% on your next order. All right, so last night, I'm sure if you're listening to this episode by now, uh, you probably have heard about what occurred in last night's Rangers-Capitals game. Now, like I said, this doesn't really immediately pertain or affect the Lightning, but... In terms of, you know, just the, the sport of hockey, the league, it it's not a good look. It's really not a good look. And if you want to maybe take a pause or wait till after the episode to see, you know, if you, if you didn't get a chance to see what exactly happened, uh, you really don't have to go far to, to watch it. But uh, just Tom Wilson, I mean, anybody who's been following hockey for a couple of years now, uh, Tom Wilson, just known thug throughout the NHL. A lot of Capital fans try to make the excuse that you know he's one of those guys that where if you if he played on your team you would love him. Well, if you saw what he did last night, uh, if that was a Lightning player, I would be I would be embarrassed, and I think all Lightning fans would be embarrassed as well if. If any Lightning player, if a guy like Pat Maroon or Barkley Goodrow, guys who are big physical players who play sort of the kind of the same way as Tom Wilson in terms of when it comes to trying to play in that gritty style against the other team. If Pat Maroon or Barkley Goodrow or any really any player on this Lightning team were to do something uh, that Tom Wilson did last night, uh, I would be on the I'd be on the show right now talking about how there's no place in the game for that and how they should be embarrassed and they should receive the maximum penalty. And yeah, that's exactly what he should do. That's what the league should have done uh, at the time of this recording. The league came out and announced that they would be fining Tom Wilson $5,000, which is an absolute 
disgrace and a joke, really. Uh, he's been suspended five times already in his career, and he was suspended for seven games earlier this year for something that was less, I guess you could say, horrific than what we saw last night. Uh, to put it short, to not to really to spoil too much so you could go ahead and look at it, um, there was a scrum around the net, and yeah, he uh, started punching right Rangers forward Pavel Bujnevich in the back of the head while Bujnevich was laying face down on the ice. And then afterwards, as Ranger players were trying to pull him off, he pulled Artemi Panarin by his hair and threw him to the ice. Basic, and Panarin hit his head off the ice. And it looks like Panarin's probably going to miss the remaining four games of the Rangers season. Um, I tweeted before uh, the GIF from, if you've ever seen the Godzilla movie, where the... The, the scientist says, let them fight. I don't know if that was in the intention of the player safety or in the minds or the thought process, really, of player safety department when they dished out this punishment to Tom Wilson if they think maybe it's better off if the Rangers just take care of it themselves this Wednesday. Uh, as is what this means for the league, um. I, I hope this is not what happens going forward, but I could definitely see some of the 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 goons or the thugs or whatever players you whatever names you want to call for the players who who kind of play this way, who kind of cross the line every now and then, uh, tend to kind of see how much they could get away with. I wouldn't be the least surprised if going forward we see more stuff like this happen until the league has to be more strict with it. Uh, the league in the past has came out and said that they want to be more strict when it comes to certain events like this. And thus far they have been very hypocritical in how they've dished out their, their, um, their punishment. Capitals coach Peter Laviolette came out and said that basically the blindly defending his player. And I'm, I'm all for defending your player, but there comes a time and a place for that, especially in this situation. And if, like I said, if this happened uh, where it involved a lightning player being on the wrong side of things, I would fully expect Coach Cooper to come out and definitely can not condone uh, what was done. Um, and I and I think that's what he would he would end up doing. Uh, but like I said, just just not a good look for the NHL. Uh, I fully expect things to completely escalate in Wednesday's game against the Rangers. I completely expect things to escalate in general with how players try to see how much they could get away with. Because if you have players, yeah, uh, let's let's call it what it was. Uh, Tom Wilson could have not only seriously hurt someone, but it, his actions were reckless, and he could have someone could have gotten killed. You know, hockey is a dangerous game already, but when you have guys doing that and then the league responds in such a soft way, um, I would only expect things to get worse from here on. Hopefully, you know, as we normally see on a yearly basis in the playoffs, things kind of get a little bit more rough. Uh, referees tend to let players get a a away with a lot more. 
I don't know if we're going to see something like that happen in the playoffs. Uh, thankfully, the, the Lightning won't have to face the, the Capitals right away because definitely I would be concerned if I was a Lightning fan if Tampa ends up coming across Washington in, in, the, in the playoffs later down the road, which I really don't expect. I could see the Capitals getting knocked out uh, in that little mini playoff that they will be having from the Eastern Division. Um, but I would be very concerned whether it's in the playoffs or the next time the cap uh, Capitals roll into Tampa or the Tampa goes up to D.C., I'd be very concerned for some of the star players uh, on the Lightning team, whether it's the injury-prone Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, guys like that. I'd be very concerned uh, for their well-being on the ice, especially with a guy like Tom Wilson who has... No qualms about going after star players and doing what he did last night, which was absolutely inexcusable. So yeah, now I got a look. And the other thing before I kind of am done with this topic, because I definitely want to get onto some lightning news, is just there's some people still today, this morning, after we've had almost, I, I want to say maybe more than 12 hours, maybe 20, not even 20, but enough time for where people could go back and look at this and and see what had what happened and it, it's not a good look it's it's uh it's disappointing and there's actually people that are still defending Tom Wilson so that's even what's making it worse so uh, let's talk about a couple of today's sponsors actually one of today's sponsors first and that is wealthfront Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of global, globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on the preferences you control. Wealthfront can help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets and you can get your first $5,000 managed by $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com backslash locked on NHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com backslash locked on NHL. That's W E A L T H F R O N T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. All right, so we're going to discuss in the second part of the show, how realistic is it right now at this point in time for the for the Lightning to finish the season in first place? Now, I know you would have thought maybe a couple of days ago that would have been a little bit of a long shot, but... The Lightning are in a really good situation, and I will tell you why. Because Lightning and Carolina are, they have the same amount of games played, and that is 52. Um, and the Lightning have more regulation wins than Carolina. So, ideally, 
if the Lightning, they they also need Carolina to do some things, and they're separated by, they're they're really they're separate separated by four points right now. Um, so really, the Lightning need to accumulate at least I want to say four, and then well, also Carolina needs to do some things. Carolina, so let's take a look at Carolina's schedule real quick. So Carolina. I mean, the Lightning are also finishing the season. They they kind of have a tougher schedule, the Lightning, than Carolina. So how it stands right now, Carolina is actually playing against Chicago tonight. And then they have Chicago on Thursday. And then they have Nashville on Saturday and Monday. Whereas the Lightning have Dallas this week, twice this week. And then they have Florida. So a little bit of a tougher schedule for Tampa. But like I stated on yesterday's show... If you listen to that, Tampa, I fully expect, should be able to win three out of the four with them dropping one of those games to Florida. Because Florida, listen, Florida's a tough team. Let's let's make no mistake about it. We made a mistake about that earlier on in the season uh, almost immediately. And I always bring this up, but I always have to when I talk about Florida is when I had Lightning uh, lead play-by-play announcer Dave Randorf on the show early on in the season. He said that uh, don't sleep on Florida, and then almost immediately, uh, within a day or so, Florida was playing like we see them today. They're a lot grittier team. Obviously, with Joe Quinville being in the mix, that that's always a good uh, thing to have on your team as a legendary coach like that. Um, so it's, it, you know, we could sit here all day or for the rest of the show or actually all week, uh, and discuss, you know, in, in theory, yes, it it sounds easy. Okay. You know, the lightning could jump. You have to do a, B and C for them to get to first place. But I mean, Dallas is no slouch. I mean, they're not good. They have, like, like I said on the last show, they have, a young goaltender in Jake Ottinger, but they still have a very decent team around them. And like I stated, I, I think it was last week, the Lightning played the best game of the season against them. Now, whether or not the Lightning could carry over what they did against Detroit in the last game into this game with Dallas is yet to be seen. We'll have to see then. Uh, I would imagine that probably with the way that John Cooper has been playing Andre Vasilevsky, he would probably get one of those starts against Dallas, and then probably play the two remaining games against Florida. So we could very well see, you know, Dallas win the one game in which McElhenney or maybe Curtis or Christopher Gibson, whoever is going to be on net in net for those games, I would imagine it's probably going to be McElhenney. Um, they, they could very well steal that game as possibly steal the one with Vasilevsky in it. You know, Vasilevsky, he's the best goalie in the NHL, make no mistake about it, but he definitely has his nights in which um, he seems almost human. So, uh, yeah, these games are critical. I would love to see the Lightning take the first place spot in the in the division to kind of round things out on a good note for the season, but um, I would very much like them to be at least in second place by the end of the season. Um, Florida obviously has to go through Tampa two more times. So though that could also, whether or not after the Dallas series uh, concludes, we could very well be talking about Tampa 
playing for that second se- second spot, obviously with with Florida. So, and I also kind of want to. That also kind of makes me want to transition into another topic that sort of ties in with this, and that is the line combinations. Now, obviously, with the playoffs not too far away, they'll be here. Uh, we'll be talking about playoffs, and in, in you know, before we know it. Um, but Tampa has some interesting decisions to make in the coming weeks because. As I stated on the past show, they have Steven Stamkos coming back. They have Nikita Kucherov hopefully coming back. So someone on these top two lines is going to get pushed to the side or pushed down a line. Now, right now, as it stands, we got Andre Palat, Braden Point, and Bear Boulay on the first line. Goodrow, Gord, and Coleman on the second. I would expect that Coach Cooper does not want to play around with that line whatsoever. If anything, he is going to move the good road Gord Coleman line down to the third and then probably move Sorelli, Johnson, and Kalorn up to the second and kind of play around with that. But that all depends on whether or not Steven Stamkos will be able to come back on time. You know, the Lightning have stated multiple times is that, you know, and I have as well on the show that he could come back any day now. He could come back. His return time is seven to 10 days. Now, we've heard that before where, you know, it's been extended to almost indefinitely. But, you know, it's, I, I would, I would probably make these changes more based off of when Kucherov comes back, uh, not when Stamkos comes back. So um, I would have to imagine probably the odd man out would be Ross Colton, and then probably Matthew Joseph would probably be moved over to the center position, and then probably Johnson, uh, Tyler Johnson would get moved down to that fourth line pairing, and then you just, you really just switch. I think they would put Bear Boulay down in, that third line position and just put Kucherov on the wing on the first line. Now for when Stamkos back, if Stamkos does come back around that time when Kucherov is back, I would have to imagine that they would probably probably have to sit out not only Ross Colton, but probably Bar- Boulay as well. Um, and then that's where things could kind of get a little tricky. So probably the first line, if, if, if we're basing off these lines – off of Stamkos and Kucherov coming back at the same time uh, once game one of the playoffs starts, which would probably be most likely against Florida. Um, I would probably have to imagine it would be uh, Palat, uh, Kucherov, and Point. And then on the second line would probably be, I think, Kalorn, Stamkos, and Sorelli. And then Goodrow, Gord, and Coleman. And then Maroon, Johnson and Joseph on that fourth line, and then I would probably I, I think that the, the the defensive pairings are going to stay the same way. Um, maybe here and there they'll probably sub out uh, Shen if if uh, Ruda is good to go, which I highly doubt. Uh, I think that really with the defensive pairings, you really don't want to be playing around with those too much, especially with. With let's face it, John Ruda ha- has it's been very disappointing since he's come over from Chicago. Um, he's just been unable to to play uh, consistently uh, without getting hurt. And yeah, I mean the same thing could be said for Steven Stamkos, but Stamkos is the best player on this team. He has showed it time time and time again where 
John Ruda was supposed to be a first-line defenseman, and yes, he has his moments, but even when he's come back, he's looked very shaky, and that is due to the fact of just not being able to build upon that chemistry with Victor Hedman, as well as just not being able to practice, and and just games and not being up to game speed, and that's just the way it is. But I would really stick with these defensive pairings with Hedman and Chernak on the first, McDonough and Savard, and then Sergachev and Shen. I really like Shen in that third spot. There were times in last year's playoffs in which they switched them out for Ruta, depending on the matchups. I think they should stick with Shen full-time in the playoffs just because he adds that grit. He adds an extra almost enforcer out there on the ice. Obviously, you're not going to get a ton of points from him, but he has Sergachev on the other wing playing along with him. So you do have a guy out there who could kind of quarterback the offense and, and cycle the puck around from the point uh, in the offensive zone. So I'm not too worried about that. Uh, I'm more worried about um, basically how the forward lines are going to shape out because you definitely want to keep guys fresh and, and going uh, in this playoff stretch, but you don't want to guys have sitting out for long periods of times, which is why I think maybe what Coach Cooper might do, depending on if they when they play Florida, like I said, that's probably the most likely scenario right now. I could see him switching out Berboulet, Colton, and Joseph, especially Colton and and Berboulet here and there, just because of uh, you know, just to give those guys extra, you know, some some time on the ice. You definitely don't want to have those young guys sitting out uh, for extended periods of time. Uh, you know, especially if uh, if a player does go down with an injury, you definitely want to have those guys ready to go to just slide into the lineup. So. I wouldn't be too surprised, especially with uh, once Stamkos and Kucherov come back uh, full time, uh, that he he ends up doing some sort of rotation, whether it's they they just split the minutes for the for games. So uh, we'll talk about we'll re- we'll round up the show and we'll we'll talk about the upcoming games with Dallas in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about two of today's sponsors. One of them is Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there on the market. Did you know that Bilt Bar has nine delicious flavors? Uh, when when you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. My favorite flavor is the peanut butter brownie and the double chocolate. So there's something for everyone. There's tons of flavors. There's you know whatever flavor that you're looking for, they definitely probably have it. Um, they have you know most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and four grams of net carbs. Uh, they couple of them have 18 grams of protein, just 180 calories, just five grams of sugar. So, you know, all these flavors, nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get that raspberry brownie or that mint brownie, whatever, which one you like. And don't forget before Mother's Day, which is coming up this Sunday, uh, go ahead and get that gift, especially for your mother. Uh, if, if she's into, you know, the, the, the protein bar game, which will, she definitely will be if she hasn't already, if, if she's already not into it already, because I mean, these flavors are incredible. These are going to win anybody over. So go to builtbar.com, use promo code lock 15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code lock 15, 15% off at builtbar.com. And let's talk about another one of today's sponsors. And that is bet online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. This week has tons of sports and action on the go as the NFL draft uh, just concluded, as well as Kentucky Derby uh, just concluded. So you still got two thirds of the Triple Crown 
uh, races coming up. So you could definitely throw money on those. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, and most importantly, the NHL, as well as the UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or your cell phone. That's how easy it is to check out all the great sporting news. Sign up today for bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game and as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or on your cell phone to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED Locked on, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So to kind of round up the show today, uh, we're just going to continue the discussion that we were having before as some of, well, not really discussion, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if if we don't see Kucherov, especially, I mean, we're not going to see, let's be realistic, Kucherov isn't coming back till playoffs. Stamkos, on the other hand, now that, I would be shocked. If Coach Cooper decides to play Stamkos uh, any of the regular season games, the more realistic situation that we'd be t- discussing, if we're saying that Stamkos is going to come back and play in a regular season, would probably be either of those Florida games, and it would be very, very limited minutes on the ice. Um, but at the same time, like I stated before, you don't want to take away too much ice time because then that could run yourself into a very precarious situation if a guy were to go down and you don't want to really throw out Stamkos there as kind of like a backup plan um, in those last couple of games against Florida because let's make no mistake about it, not saying that Florida is a dirty team, but they, if if 91's rolling out there, they're going to take a couple of shots at him just to let him know that they're there. Uh, especially with a potential playoff series about to be lined up with those guys, so um, I would I would say that probably Stammer is not going to see any time on the ice until the playoffs. Now, as for Dallas, uh, Lightning will play one of their last two games tomorrow against the Stars, which will be basically their last games at home for the regular season. Um, I like I said. I, I realistically believe, and I and I genuinely believe that the Lightning could take both of these games. And if they do, because I mean, I, let's face it, I think they definitely want to. Now that first place is in their sights, uh, and we're in the final stretch of thing, the last four games, and it's a realistic chance that they could definitely slide into that first place spot. Like I said also before, that they also need to rely on Carolina to do some things, or really not to do some things uh, in this last couple of games. So I think that they're really going to go out there guns a-blazing, and they could definitely, as long as they duplicate their last performance that we saw from them in the last Detroit game, not the one on Saturday, the one on Sunday, as well as their last game that they played against Dallas, I think they could easily take these two games. And I know uh, it's it's a lot easier said than done, but... That's how talented this team really is, even without Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos in the lineup. So, And, of course, with all the playoff uh, talk that will be coming up uh, in the following days, as well as when the, the playoffs actually start, be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Lightning 
or give us a follow on Instagram at lockdown underscore lightning and make sure to leave a review for us on wherever uh, platform you listen us to. I heard from a couple of fans that apparently things aren't showing up on Apple iTunes. So until I think it's because of Apple did some sort of update or whatever the case may be. So maybe uh, our feed isn't updating the way it should be right now. So in the meantime, if you have access to Spotify, Google Play, uh, Odyssey, which is the new name of Radio.com, go ahead and give us a listen on there uh, and make sure to put on the notifications. So once a new episode drops, you will be notified ASAP. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.